have my microphone uh, down where it should have been. But hello and welcome to this week's session of Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. I am your lead host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the mediator, the Shiro at your ground zero. You know, each week, the sisters of Focus Females Global and myself, we come here to chat for a while 
uh, I do know that it's been a really trying week for all of us who are here on the call usually. And when I say trying, it's been very, very um, challenging for a lot of us. Um, my voice is going. I spoke with Sister Tracy earlier. She's not feeling well. Her voice is gone. Um so we may not have too much chat here this evening, but in the meantime, um, while we're waiting for the other sisters to come on, and maybe not this evening, not so sure. We never know from week to week, but I'm going to carry on as best I can this week. And I, I just want to say a special shout out and hello to, I finally um, decided to really activate my professional page over on Facebook and, um, I want to say a special shout out to all of my new friends and family over there on my Let's Grow with C. Maria webpage. Uh, I want to say hello to, of course, all of the sisters over on Focus Females Global. Um, I believe that Tracy just joined in, but of course, she is having problems with her voice tonight, just like me. So I'm going to keep going as long as I can. And it's going to be an abbreviated show this evening. I hope that um, if someone comes on naturally, I will do my best to stay and help them as best that I can. And if the other sisters come on, I'm sure that we will jump in as best that we can. But uh, a special hello to all of the new friends and family over on Let's Grow with C. Maria. That is my professional page over on uh, Facebook. Um, it was so funny because the page had been sitting there dormant for a while. And um, so many people were just following me on my regular personal page that uh, I never gave it much thought until recently, until my um, public relations uh, experts said, you know what, you need to really activate the page and switch it up and switch the two worlds. So hello, hello to my Let's Grow with Seymour Maria over there. And hello again to the Sisters of Focus Females Global Chat, uh, <laughs> Global Chat Cafe, but Focus Females Global and, of course, Focus Females uh, focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success, uh, Urban Group as well, and of course to all of my friends and family over on the Relationship Recovery Group over on Google+. Hello there. And you know what? It's been around for so long. I have neglected to say hello to all of the friends and family, several hundred people over there actually, on the Healing Through Hurt iTalk radio site over on Facebook as well. Uh, hello, hello, and welcome. So tonight, our daily focus for uh, this particular session is never give up your authenticity to fit into a mold that is not that is one of many copies. Let's put it that way. Let me say that again. To my sisters, I see a lot of people jumping on. If you're one of the Focus Female uh, Global Chat Cafe uh, members and you want to be on air, press the number one on your phone, and I'll bring you on air in a very few uh, moments. But our daily focus for today is never give up your authenticity to fit into a mold. That is one of many copies. You know, there's a lot of things that once they 
different molds for different products that people make, they have a life cycle. And once that life cycle is over, they literally destroy that mold and they'll go get a new one. So when we lose our authenticity, we're pouring into a mold that's already one of many. So we're just, once again, we're becoming a refined copy. And it's amazing when you make a copy of an original, it's still that. It's still a copy. So never lose or give up your authenticity to fit in, to make people accept you, to love you, to appreciate you, to welcome you. Never do that. Life is too short to spend the majority of it moving around trying to please everyone. So again, welcome to everyone jumping in on the call query. Let me go over here to the show chat room and see if there are people here. Okay, cool. Not yet, but I believe this is Sister Shauna. I could be wrong, but I believe Sister Shauna is on with us now. I am on with you, Sister. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, this has been a week a very trying week for a lot of us. Tracy is here. I see her sitting. She has lost her voice. Mine is going Uh-oh. pretty fast. <laughs> How's your week been going so far? It's, it's been a bumpy one, uh, to say the least. <laughs> and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> yes, yes, it's only Tuesday. I'm so tired tonight. I just, (laughs) when this is over, I'm probably going to jump in the tub and just jump right in bed, and it's not even dark outside yet, but I'm good with that. Exactly. I I feel the same. I feel the same. But I love this topic tonight. (laughs) I love it because you, you know we talk a lot, and when I was listening to you mention it, I'm like, wow. I was like, I can count the the amount of years, months and years and days that I wasted because of trying to fit into the mold of full just society, church, you know, mm-hmm. and how heavy that is. I mean, it's like one day you wake up and you look in the mirror and you're saying, wow, who are you? Because you have right. all these feelings of, you know, I'm trying to fit where I'm you know, I'm sitting properly in church or I'm trying to say the right words or I'm, you know, I'm a um, type B personality, but I was told type A is more acceptable, so I have to put away my free spiritness, you know. And the day that I let all that go, I cannot express the amount of freedom in the burden that was lifted because it was fine, like, you know what, I am free to be me. And unapologetically, (laughs) and that I don't have to get anyone's approval on who I can be and how I can be that person. So what you see is what you get when it comes to me. You know that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But I'm I'm free. But I'm free. I no longer worry about anything. And I tell people this because, you know, you always have that person that no matter what answer you give, they have a response coming back. So, you know how you say you can't fit, what is it, a square peg into a round hole or a round peg into a square hole, however it goes. Theoretically, you can, depending on how large the piece that you're trying to fit it in is. You can drop several of them in if you really wanted to. So my response is always, look, in order for it to fit comfortably and as it should, securely and tightly in the whole nine yards you can only fit a square peg into a square a square opening 
So a lot of people have tried to convince themselves that it's okay, you know, I can be this peg and I can fit into, I can be a circle and fit into this square world because the world is a big place and I'm just a small little circle and I could just fit in. Okay, most people miss the whole point of being authentically you when when you we lose that, when we lose our authenticity. We've lost everything. We have no more identity. That means that we're mm-hmm. trying to conform and then what happens is suddenly we're absorbed into the collective and when when we we're, we're absorbed I, you know what was it um star trek back in the day and most people who knew star trek or didn't know most people have heard about the borg and they're the collective they don't work independently they're part of a larger group and they all work together and they don't have an independent voice they don't have an independent uh thought process and they were mean when they were together, though. I tell you, the Borg was a force to be reckoned with. I'm glad when they finally destroyed them. I mean, they were so well, they knew how, once you destroyed their ship, you could see it rebuilding itself, that type of thing. But, people, that's a television show. It was scripted. It was written. It was put there for that particular reason. So I still see people jumping on the call query. If you'd like to partake in our conversation, please press the number one on your, we will bring you on air. Um, We're talking about our daily focus for the day. Never give up your authenticity to fit in to a mold that is one of many copies because you too will become exactly that one of many copies. Anytime you try to pour something into a mold, it's a mold because it's meant to make more and more copies. So when you're mm-hmm. authentic and you are true to yourself, then there's no need to run from the molds. Let's put it this way. Run from the molds. Run, 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 run as fast as you can from the molds because there's nothing better than having uh, – There's so many people who I come across, and believe you me, people, when I say I come across a lot of people, that's no joke at all. I was looking at um, some of my figures the other day of the people that read what I post, and they reach out to me and all of that. I'm at well over maybe close to 750,000 on one site alone. One site alone. One. One. That's one. That's not counting all of my other social media sites. That's one. And, you know, one of the things that everyone says, and 5628, you're live on air as well, too, um, is that they like the I'm real. I'm authentic. And I, I, to me, I'm like, there's nobody else that I can be. I wouldn't want to be anybody else because I can be mean. I can be nice. I can be quirky. I can be anything I want to be on any given day in any moment and not apolog- and, and, and unapologetic about it because this is who I am. Now, if I do something that offends someone or hurts someone, I'll be the first one to step up, take responsibility, and ask for forgiveness. But guess what? Once I'm done with that asking for forgiveness, if you continually want to bring it up and carry it on, that's no longer my problem. It's yours. So, again, that comes down to being who you are authentically, and that comes down to standing on your ground and being who 
you were meant to be in this world. Hey, C. Maria, you know what I was just thinking of? And um, just we, we tend to look at ourselves as adults and say, you know, who are we today? And um, so I'm trying to hit mute so you don't hear my GPS telling me which way to go. And so <laughs> I, I, I just, I was sitting here thinking like, okay, well, when, you know, when did I lose me? Because right. we tend to say, oh, you know, oh, when I came, I went to college, this happened or that happened. When I entered the workforce, this or that happened. But for me, I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm literally going back to childhood, you know, because right. I didn't do Barbie dolls. I didn't like Barbies. I was I wanted to do racetracks. But, you know, oh, I was a girl. It was three, you know, myself and two sisters. So I guess I was a boy my dad wanted in a sense. But I enjoyed playing football and baseball. And, you know, so it was always, you know, I wanted to be a girl that sat there with her skirt, her skirt on not paying attention, but my legs mile apart because I was comfortable sitting like that, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, can you, you can imagine your mother saying, you know, sit there with your legs closed or, you know, play with the Barbies. And it was just like I didn't want to. And I would go out and play football with the boys on the street, you know. And a lot of people would, you know, some on that, oh, my gosh, you know, she's not a lady. <laughs> you know, she has to be more ladylike, you know. <laughs> I can say some other things I probably did, you know, thinking I was like, well, I'm one of the boys, you know. But, you know, growing up, it was like, oh, shame on me. You know, I have to conform, you know. So then I tried, remember, I tried to wear a skirt. Horrible, bad experience, (laughs) you know. But it was just like (laughs) trying to conform. I I mean, I remember sitting in prom with that big old dress on, like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know, someone take me now. Um you know, but I, I'm, I'm a little more girly now, but I just want, mm-hmm. I hated the fact that I did not allow me to be who I was when I was younger. Yeah. So I just and want to bring that up because we we forget where it all, where we gave away our identity years ago. Right. And that's the thing. We have to really sit down and reflect. Now, I have to tell for all the ladies out there. I, I was a girly girl. I love. I, I, matter of fact, I did a post about Barbie dolls just earlier today. Everybody knows I love my Barbie. Still do. And um, I believe Misty Copeland is coming out with a new Barbie doll. I said, you all know who will be getting one? Me. So You're funny. <laughs> I mean, but we have to reflect and see where we lost ourselves. And you know, many times when I was speaking, or when I speak, I tell people that after my marriage, it was really the breaking point for me because I looked in the mirror and didn't know who I was staring at. I just didn't know who that person was. Um, Five, six, two, eight, are you there? Because you're mighty quiet. Um, I know you're there because I put you on, um, you're on air. I'm here. So Can you hear me? Oh, yep, I can hear you now. Oh, my gosh, you sound like your week is going (laughs) as As interesting as the rest of us. (laughs) I'm here. I'm listening very attentively. I'm listening. (laughs) Did your day get any better? Yes, much better. Thank you for asking, Maria. Um, I love this topic about staying authentic because, you know, sometimes I'm just going to, not to interrupt what you were saying or anyone was speaking, but, you know, I had a moment today at work where I just had to be authentic to myself. I had to be real to myself. 
and I had to go and take care of myself, and I had to, like, you know, leave early. Like, I couldn't even go and do what, I, you know, I wanted to do what I do um, because I just authentically could not do it. <laughs> I just had to be real, and it was just not conducive to what um, I, I just was not conducive for me to uh, stay there and do what uh, or even bother to go in, and I didn't. And, um, you know, and it's okay, you know. Um, but the thing about um, being authentic sometimes, you know, what it is is that I think people forget that, you know, at least me, I'll speak from my own experience. You know, there's a cost for everything. You know, um, even in you're keeping it real for yourself, you know, um, some will stand with you and agree with you and celebrate you, but people forget that there will be losses too because so many people are used to your old you or what they expected of you, and you're no longer that. You're, you're just no longer that, and, and, and you're you're growing and you're blossoming in your newness of your authentic self. And so I think people sometimes forget that there is a cost to that. There will be losses in that, um, whether it's friendship, whether it's uh, even in finances, um, associations, you know, um, and it's okay because at the end of the day, you know, we have to be okay with ourselves. You know, we have to be able to look at the mirror and be really okay with who, you know, our reflection and and who we're becoming and who we are. And, you know, if you don't dance with something, you're going to fall for anything. So my suggestion is stop falling all over the darn place. (laughs) Yeah. Well, not only that, but stop falling all over the place. But the bottom line is stop trying to appease everyone stop trying to make everyone happy because the more that we try to make everyone happy that's less time we have to make ourselves happy that's less time we have to make to know who we are if we're trying to become someone else for others so we always have to remember that as well and what does that adage go no good deed goes unpunished well okay If you have to lose who you are to make someone else happy, then guess what? That's a friend lost, but you have nothing less because in that respect, that's a friend that should have been gone in the first place because they weren't a real friend at all. That's just like when people ask me about, you know, my divorce and all of this. I'm like, the man who I fell in love with and the man who I married did not exist. So when I divorced Clownface, the bottom line was simple. I sent him back to the circus that he came from. And then another one of the little monkeys decided to team up with him. That's how I look at it. Because guess what? The person who I loved was never a real person. The shell was nice to look at, but I didn't marry a shell. I wanted to marry the spirit and the soul of that person. And that did not exist. So... I had to um, just move along and stay true to me and find who I was again. Because in my story, I say I looked in the mirror one day and did not know who I was because I was always this strong, come-to person. Everyone would come to me to solve all their problems, to listen to everything, to dry their tears, to do whatever. 
And then all of a sudden, I found myself alone looking in the mirror at a stranger staring back at me. And that was where the problem had come in, was the fact that I had to find me again. I had to find that person that everybody depended on because I lived to help others, and I lived to be there, to be that encouragement, to be that. He took all of that away from me. And it wasn't the fact that he took it from me as much that I kept compromising until I compromised everything that I had, every asset that I had. I had compromised that to try to be the good wife. And matter of fact, let me change that. I was an awesome, outstanding, great wife. But I was married to a shell and a shadow. So therefore... I had to make that choice. And yes, for all of the listeners who are going to listen to this now and in the replay, you have to make the choice. Are you going to be authentic to yourself and be happy for yourself, or are you going Mm -hmm. to continue to pour yourself in different molds? Mm -hmm. That's the question. Are you going to continue to pour yourself in different molds? Does it hurt? Yes, it hurts. Yeah. It does hurt. Divorce hurts people. For those of you who are about to go through it thinking about it, let me tell you something right now. This is why it's so important for you to be true to yourself authentically because when that divorce comes, and the worst part is no matter how good and bad the marriage was, we're women. When we enter into it, we don't enter into it to get out of it. We right. pour our spirits and our souls into our marriages. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who've never been married, I'm pretty sure you're pouring your souls into your relationships, whatever they are. But in society, of course, marriage is one thing. Dating is another thing. There's a lot of things that go into this thing called marriage. And when you try to get out, there's a lot of things that go into that as well. And it hurts. It hurts to the core. It may hurt you a week, two weeks, six weeks down the road. And I don't mean hurting you because of the loss of the person. I mean hurting you because some of you have never had jobs. You have to go out and get a job. You have to learn how to live on your own. You have to learn how to love yourself again. You have to learn how to trust again. All of these things. But in that time, take this one lesson with you. Remain true to yourself. Remain true to yourself. You'd be That's so what glad this show is about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looking hindsight, I'm so glad I did. You know, I mm-hmm. remember the moment. I remember that moment. It was a moment of clarity, of connection, of freedom, of choice. I'll never forget that moment standing in my living room. And the reality of my situation hit me like like all these light bulbs like lit up at one time. And what it was, it was real simple. It was a still small voice saying, you know what, Marisol, if you want to continue to have any type of life for yourself that's worthwhile, you're not going to be able to do it living like this any longer. There's no way you could keep on having any type of life worthwhile if you stayed in this marriage any longer, you can't do it. I'll never forget that moment. And what a bright idea. <laughs> it was so bright. And it was so mm-hmm. real. 
And it was so liberating and painful and all that at the same time. And that was my authentic self talking to me. It was my voice. It was no other voice from the heavenly. No, it was my inner voice, my inner soul speaking to me, telling me the truth about me. If you're going to have a life worth living, you can no longer live it this way. There's no way. And I just grabbed that and gravitated to it. I accepted it. I accepted all of it. I received it in my very being. And I've been walking forward ever since. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Can't live for yourself if you're busy living for someone else. Oh, in misery. (laughs) And in misery. Yep. And in misery. Because yep. it's just like your, like your story. He no longer was that person I married any darn way. Well, he never you was. Know? So that took care of that nicely, you know. It's like, oh, no, you know, no. No, you're not new. No. no. You know? And the same thing could you be know? applied in any area, whether it's career, you know, whether it's um, how, you, how, you, how you do you and your money. Uh, how you do your relationship, your acquaintances, your constituents, your your comrades, whatever. It's the same thing right. to be applied. Got to keep it real for yourself. You, you know, you got to go to sleep with yourself. You got to get up with yourself. You got to go to the bathroom with yourself. <laughs> you can't run from yourself. <laughs> right. I can't run from myself, Marie. Marie, I can't run from myself, huh? Uh, you know what? No. And that's it. So, see, Maria, you know, what I'm thinking is, I'm sorry, what I'm thinking is, you know, there's there's going to be somebody, whether they're listening now or, it, you know, in the future, who is sitting in the seat, you know, in that seat saying, I have not a clue of who I am. I lost myself yep. back in 19, who knows what. So, ladies, let's let's just give them that person, that lady, that man, Let's give them some comeback bullet points. How did we find ourselves? What was that? Well, Not just the moment we lost, we realized we lost ourselves, but what things that we do to do for ourselves to get us back to that place of self-love, self-care. Well, I tell you, I I, I feel what you're saying. I I I agree. That's an awesome thing right there to be able to answer that from my experience. It came to me. It literally came to me. What And it started by who I no longer was. And from knowing what I was not know any longer, I, I, it was a good place for me to start, knowing what I no longer could be, I, what I no longer could do. And then from that place going forward, I start, got, you know, start to learn who I am and, and, and how I can do. But for me, that's how it came. That's a very interesting place to go to, Yeah. How do you know? How do you know? How do you get there? Well, first of all, go ahead. No, for me, it was it was it came to me by not know by knowing that I could no longer be or do. I could no longer uh, 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 be that person you can abuse with your words and neglect with your actions. I could no longer, you know, be be the one to uh, keep the peace. For the sake of peace, you know, and I'm and inside I'm in turmoil. 
I could no longer be the silent one, suffering in silence and putting up, putting on the fake. You know. Okay, so so can you tell us what things you did though? So you know, you just described, you know, hey, you you can't you you start your own awakening to realize like you know the position or the situation you were in was not suitable for you. But what were those things that do you remember the things that you did? You know, whether it was, um, you know, if you didn't tend to yourself, did you go start going to get your hair done? Did you start reading books? Do you oh, remember the so steps you know that you what? actually took? Mm-hmm. You know what? Honest to God, I, uh, besides uh, staying very connected with my spirituality, because I'm a very spiritual person, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Besides that, I started going to Zumba. The okay, that burns energy. <laughs> Honest to God, I started going to Zumba. Mm-hmm. It started from once a week to three times a week. I, I, it was like the music, the dancing, the other women. It just, I started doing Zumba, and I also had a journal. I was writing a lot. I remember that. I need to get back to that. But yeah, those were like a, a few things I did. And I yeah, think that's this. great. I think that's awesome. Go ahead, Sumeria. Well, first of all, you have to make the choice that you're sick and tired of being tired and sick. Because by now, when you get to the point where you're sick and tired, that affects your body. So now you're tired and sick. It literally starts to affect your health. Then the second thing that you have to do is, as uh, uh, Marisol said, you need to start writing. First thing is to write down the times that made you happy. Go back and reminisce about all the things that made you smile the most. And when you find yourself writing and smiling and laughing, put you on a journey. That's the thing to kickstart your uh, brain to start to really get you ready to move back towards that. And then... You want to make sure that you're not falling into taking on all the things that will harm you more. Like a lot of people run to food. That's not the answer. As Marisol said, take up a hobby. And I don't mean eating cupcakes, people. Let me say that again. Take up a hobby. Read a book. Get involved with some some social groups where you can go out and meet new people. You need to change your circle. Get a fresh circle. Get a fresh circle, get a fresh outlook on life. Then you want to start to write down your new hopes and dreams, not based on the past, but based on the here and now. What do you, Y-O-U, you and only you want to do? And that includes, you can, it's okay to say, I'd like to date, to, uh, I'd like to, Go away on a cruise, whether it be small or, or, you know, a long, expensive cruise, whatever works for you. Put down what you want. And then, you know, a lot of people talk about the vision boards and things like that. Well, let me say this. I love them to death to a degree. And now there's a way that you can do a virtual board. That way you can have it. You can keep it. It's not taking up space in your home you know, where you might put it in a corner and forget about it. This way, if you do a virtual vision board, 
you can actually look at it at will. Press a button because a lot of us are computer savvy. Now, for those of you that are not, of course, go through those magazines and make a paper, you know, a regular hard copy vision board. But you need to have something that you can use as your guide, as your map to the new you. You have to have that, something to keep you on track. Because if you don't, you're bound to either make a full circle and end up where you began, or you're going to be lost in the wilderness. And we don't want that because if you're lost in the wilderness, that means you're going to end up more depressed because you don't have any direction. You don't have any outlook. Everything is bleak. Everything is gray. Nothing matters. And then it starts that vicious cycle and that downward spiral. So these are the first things that you have to do. And then something you could do right here tonight, turn everything off. Go sit outside for a little. If you're in a neighborhood where you can do that, go sit outside for a while. It's a nice night in most places. And if it's not, crack your window, sit at your window, just listen to nature. If it's raining where you are, listen to the raindrops. Do something where you can just let it go, unwind, and release. We have to release because if we don't empty out all of the baggage in our souls, all that gunk is just going to keep clogging up our futures. So we have to figure out a way to release it, let it go, and then move forward. So that's what I can say. Those are the things that we can do. doesn't cost you any money unless you're going to get into vision boards and all of that. And if you have the resources in your house, it's still not going to cost you a lot. So those are the things that you can really do right now here today to start on your road to getting healthy again and healing and learning how to love yourself and then figure out where you want to take yourself on a date. I didn't say with a date. I said on a date. (laughs) Say it again. Yeah. Okay. That's what I did. Maria, (laughs) speaking on that, uh, taking yourself on a date. Guess what I did for the very first time in my whole life? What you do, girl? I, I took myself to the movie. Good for you. By, Please, yes, did you go to an AMC theater? Did you go to an AMC yes, so you can lean yes, back in a big other chair? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and I laid back in that big old reclining chair with my popcorn mm-hmm. and my drink, and I watched movies. Okay. Oh, the new one. Because the little girl okay. in me wanted to see the Jungle Book. That I was, I was taking care of the little girl in me and the big girl at the same time. <laughs> that's it. Good for that's you. It. Perfect example. But that's it. You Perfect have to, example. you have to go back and find that girl. You know, that young person in you yeah. um, that you lost. Because when think of when you were a young girl, a young child, how free you were. You know, you would uh-huh. jump and not care where your feet landed. You know. So you have to go back and find that person because that might have been the last time you laughed. <laughs> you know, get reconnected. She wanted to see the Jungle Book, and the big and the big girl in me wanted to go to the movie by herself. So we both connected, and I had a we had an awesome time. <laughs> see, good for you. First time ever, ever. But to the listeners. That's exactly what this is about. Take yeah. care of you. Yeah. You know, and for me, Maria, y- y'all know I'm an avid massage person, so it's just like get reconnected, you know, relax. 
you know, if you haven't, I don't care if you dress up for nobody but you and you stand in the house and cook yourself dinner. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Go for it. I mean, go for it. Like see, Maria was saying, you know, I, I love, I have this little location that I like to go to in the Metro Park here because it's a bench, the waterfall, a small waterfall, and, you know, all the, the shade from the trees. And I just sit there. I've actually fallen asleep a couple times. But, you know, it's just like you just sit there and listen to the water. And it's just, right. it just it's so peaceful. It brings so much peace. And you just get wrapped up and, you know, you might, like I said, you might fall asleep. And it's probably the sleep that you actually need. <laughs> right. 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 And that's another thing, ladies. That's another thing, ladies. Get your rest. Your yeah. mind needs to relax. We as women, you know, they say that we could get heart attacks and everything quicker because we put so much stress on ourselves and then we take it to bed with us. Don't take your stress to bed with you. You know what? You can leave it right there on the floor beside your bed in the morning. If you choose to pick it up, fine. But don't take it to bed with you. Right. And that's what we need to understand. Don't do it. Don't take your worries. Don't take your stress. Don't take any of those things to bed with you. Take nothing to bed with you but you and yourself. Me, there's three people, me, myself, and I. But the bottom line is, you know what I mean, people. Take you and yourself to bed. And, and learn you know one thing I just thought. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm done. No, the one thing I just thought about was because sometimes when we are in this, you know, discover the discover us again, discover the new you, we have a tendency, especially as women, because, you know, we, we hurt deep oftentimes, and we have a tendency to want to keep talking about the pain and talking about mm-hmm. the pain. And there's a place for that. I'm not going to minimize or take that away from anyone because Lord knows, see, Marianna, wore your ears and eyes out. But... <laughs> At some point, (laughs) you know, at some point we have to put a period. Or even Mm -hmm. if you can't put a period, let's put a semicolon, if you remember what that is. (laughs) And begin anew. And so you have to start speaking what you want to, where you want to see yourself. You know, yes, you may have been broken. Yes, you may have gone through a divorce. Yes, you may have lost a job. You know, some kind of traumatic event, maybe a death. Whatever that is that started to mold you into a different direction, you know, as you start anew, start speaking new. Because I can't say that I am a, I'm beautiful and going to be abundantly blessed and all that if I'm looking, going around telling everybody, like, girl, look at my hair. These clothes don't fit. Oh, I feel fat. Do I look fat? You can't do that. You have to, as you're beginning to change, change that language. You you have to divorce your story. Your story is part of who you are, and it's making you who you are. It's giving you the strength to divorce our story as well because it becomes dead weight. It's exactly. your testimony. I'm not saying let it go, but you gotta you got to let it, you got to divorce it because if not, you're going to keep living in it. And there's, you'll never discover who you are. You'll never reach your full potential or to be more challenging to do so as long as you hold on to that. Don't let whatever that was define who you are today and tomorrow. Right. Because who you were yesterday and the day before does not define who you are today 
or any day hereafter. It does not define you unless you allow it to. Now, when we start to allow our past to define our present and our future, what's that telling us? We already know what happened in the past. And if we allow it to dictate our present and our future, guess what? The same thing from the past is going to continue to happen. And that's way past insanity. Absolutely. Way past insanity. So and you know what else? Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Forgive yourself for allow you know for allowing yourself to stay in that situation that long. Forgive yourself. Right. Forgive yourself, people. You can't forgive anyone else. You cannot move on until you stop blaming yourself for probably things that were totally out of your control. Or if you played a role in it, it was a part of the big picture. It was not all of the big picture. And for those of you where it was all of the big picture, hey, forgive yourself, ask for forgiveness, for for forgiveness, and then move on in a positive way and never look back once you have done part one and part two, then you move on because now you have your fresh start. And that's the difference in all of this. And that's what you need to do, period. That's how it works. That is how it works. We lost Marisol. Maybe she'll come back Uh on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, we only have about 14 minutes left anyway, ladies. We have managed to use almost our entire hour. And, um, but you know, and again, like for instance, I don't know how far you and Marisol are apart. I know you all in some type of the same, you're in the same, um, yeah. So, you know, there are days when, um, you're closer. I mean, I, I can do right. with so much because I'm further, but, um, you, and you guys know you can reach me probably by text or phone most mornings, mm-hmm. anytime. Um, but it's always good to have that person that you can also um, go out to lunch with and, and sit down at a table with and do those types of things. Now, a lot of us have met, well, you know, I've met you and several people face to face, but there are times when I'm like, gee, I wish my sis was closer so that we could right. just go out to lunch or just hang out and do absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. you know? And just do absolutely nothing. I want to gut this house, get a roll away, and get all, everything out of it. Clean out my son's room. Um, take the. I'm going to donate all of this, um, the, the saws and the drills and all of this construction stuff. I'm going to donate mm-hmm. it to my church through my foundation. Um, get that stuff out of here. Then have a painting party and just totally change up the entire house. And then, but you just or, said something. You just, you just actually said something. We ladies, we got a clean house. <laughs> you know, yep. We got a purge. You got. I mean, we literally, because when we are finding ourselves, you know, yes, it's a, we have to make ourselves over, but we have to change the atmosphere. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna open up them closets, and we're gonna go through those closets and those things that don't define who we want to be today and tomorrow. They can go declutter, yep. because you can't recover in clutter. Yep. Oh, I so like let that. that go. Yep. Open up a window. Open up a yep. window. Freshen up the house. If you know, if that's your struggle, because everybody's not, you know, Holly Hopkins can go in the house and clean, but set a goal. Do something yep. consistently until you get your house to where you want it to be. 
And if, you know, yep. you need help with something, ask. There's, I'm sure there's, if you don't have anybody to ask, call your church. Call somebody. Eventually somebody will help you. But if they don't, you start. Right. You are now the new author of your tomorrow. Yep. And and let me let me piggyback on what you just said. Um, while you're at it, get rid of everything that you've outgrown. Let me give you some of you ladies, especially okay. an example. Some of you men too. Well. Okay. Okay. The outfit that you wore at the prom in 1978 it's got to go because then the one you can't wear it now. Stop it. And get you won't get back it. in it. Stop. Cannot get rid of it. Let's oh, just keep God. it real before we go get rid of it. Everything that you have outgrown, stop it. All your old pictures that you put up on them dating sites, you better get rid of them. Put them yes, somewhere. Because you know you don't look, end, it don't look like you. You don't look like that now. And the minute you meet somebody and he clowns you because you don't look anything like your picture from the prom from 1978, don't get mad. Right. You did it to yourself because you're still holding on to the things that you have outgrown. Mm-hmm. And that tells me that not only that, probably your mentality is still just as juvenile exactly. as the outfit you won't let go of. Everything about you, everything in your life is indicative of who you are and how you live it. I did. Everybody's got this thing that with this military man is doing this thing about making your bed. January 1st, 2015, I did a post um, post on LinkedIn. It was called, Is Your Bed Made? Because if you step back right now and look at your bed, oh, what does it look that. like? Is it pristine? I does it have a bunch that. of junk on it? Does it have a bunch oh, of junk on it? Any of that, that's indicative of the way that you live your life. Yep. I'm telling you, it's indicative of the way that you live your life. Now, my bed, I can look over. My bed has a pile of clothes on it. Guess what? Because I'm cleaning house, and I'm doing it mm-hmm. in different phases. And then at night, if I feel like propping my feet up on my back, um, on my pile of clothes, guess what? It's comfortable to me. So right about now, I'm using them. Okay, I'm using them. So if you oh. have a purpose for what you have on your bed, that's one thing. But most of us don't. Some of us have so much crap on our beds, we're sleeping on the edge. That's how we mm-hmm. live our lives. We take so mm-hmm. much crap from people, we just try to fit into our own little spot in the world just to fit in. It's the same way. Look at your bed. I want everybody listening to the sound of this call. Look at uh-uh. your bed. Uh-uh. Your bed uh-uh. is going to tell you exactly I'm so how glad I made my out. bed this morning. I'm so glad I made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. You got me going in my bedroom to check my bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have not left out of this house without a made bed in years. Well, you know what, uh, Maria? Uh, uh, everything that is on my bed. And it's just like what you said. I have use for it. <laughs> Some people have their whole businesses on their bed. Huh? They have their, their their laptops. They have their papers. They have their this, their that. Some people run their entire businesses from their bed. I'm like, say, what the what? I'm like, what is this? I'm like, oh, never mind. You can do your taxes because they over there on the right pillow. <laughs> You know, the oh, first God. thing that yeah, we have to do is take care of the place that we spend the majority of our lives. That's in our bed. Yeah. That's a good portion yeah. of our lives. 
If we can't take care of that, we certainly can't take care of the thing that it's that's surrounding it, and that's a lot bigger than just the bed. Now, which Maria, means we can't take it? anything. But mm-hmm. Maria, why is it that like what your that suggestion? I know it's good. I know it's good. It's been proven that it, it gives good results. Why is it then? I know I need to get in there and organize some stuff, and I will feel so much better having done it. Why is it that I can't get to it, <laughs> knowing that it's going to be so good for me in the end? Why do I always do that on some things like, okay, this we're talking, you know, organization of the bedroom, whatever. Now, mm-hmm. why, what is that? What is that? Where did that come from? Knowing darn well it's going to be good for me, but I won't get to it. I, like, like, I pacify it. I, I procrastinate. I just, uh. Now, why do we do that? Knowing you darn, know, once you, once you start, once you start the regimen of doing one thing, it will start a domino effect. But you have to want to do it, and then you have to be committed to doing it every single day. And then if you're not, what does that tell you? If you're not committed enough to make a bed in the morning, that's telling you that you're probably lacking in some other areas as well. Because if you can't do something as simple as make your bed, then when it gets harder than that, you're really not going to want to do those things either. And if you do do them, it's by force. It's not Mm -hmm. because you enjoy doing it. So, again, I keep telling people it's the little things. Look at your bed. Look at how some people carry their cars. Look at how some people do a lot of things. You know what, can I say this? And you're right Mm -hmm. because um, one of the things, because, you know, I, one of the things I noticed, you know, when I looked over my life and done my self-reflection over the years, you know, that this, that continuous, continuous discipline is something that I'm telling you. But I'm just like, I'm good for the first couple of days. Like, ooh, because, you know, you all pumped, and then it fades quickly. So one of the things that I did, and I hope I get this lady's name right, I think her name is Courtney Sanders. She does this 31-day challenge, or I'm sorry, 21-day challenge, but it starts off with a three-day. And she said to pick one thing that you can do, you'll do consistently for three days. And I remember when I first was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. But you know me, I just can't pick one. I think I picked four things. <laughs> so making the bed every day was one of them. And so it was like, okay, I'm not going to go to bed with dishes in the sink. I'm going to make my bed in the morning. Um, and it was two other things I did. And, you know, the first three days was like, wow, okay, I can do I can do it. And first I said, why does she just want us to do three days? And I can say the answer for me was because when you t- we tend to give up. And when you keep when you keep giving up on things, you know, you start and you don't finish, you start and you don't finish, you're programming your mind that you're not a finisher. So you're actually expecting not to finish. And so I'm saying this to say take baby steps, you know, pick that one thing. I, I'm just I'm going to be funny, but, you know, if you or somebody who leave your toilet seat up, it, if you just need to start doing say for three days, I'm going to make sure I put the toilet seat down. Because you have to reprogram your brain of what it's like to finish something, to accomplish something. And then you keep doing that and you keep doing that. And when you hit whatever mark, that 21 days or whatever that mark is for you, add something else. We don't just jump in and think you're going to just go through your house or your life top to bottom and fix it all in one sweep. It's not going to stick. 
Right. Bite size. Bite right. sizes. I've heard of that before, like the bite size concept and how well that works. I've, I've heard of that before. And do it just, well, in this case, what I heard was just do that one thing 30 minutes a day that it's like, you know, like something that is hard for you to do, that it's not like pleasing to do, but you know you need to do for your own good. Uh, mm-hmm. Do it in 30-minute increments every day. Take 30 minutes out your day, an hour, whatever, and just to concentrate, to do that thing, and then you're done. Even if you want to keep going, don't. Just stop at that 30 minutes, whatever, and then apply that same thing again the next day. You guys ever heard of that? It's almost something like it. Little, but the bite size, method, yep. you know. Mhm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I can't say for me, in the beginning when I first started doing all of that, I I have to be honest. Thirty minutes was a bit long for me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm just keeping it real, ladies. Okay, yes, please do. You know, I had to break yeah. it down to five minutes because, you know, after five minutes, I get bored. You know? mm. So I literally would just, I literally would set my alarm, you know, my clock, my little things to chime, five minutes, and I would do that. Then it was ten minutes, you know, and I had to build up to where I'm at today. But I have to be honest, it wasn't no 30 minutes in the beginning. <laughs> 15 right. minutes of organizing something on my dresser. Maria, if you see my dresser now, I know already from this conversation that if you saw my dresser, <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I well, we're going to that dresser off, aren't we? Ooh, okay. I'm okay. Oh, okay. my we're God. Being authentic, right? It's about being authentic. My Ladies, dresser. Mm-hmm. we have one minute. Uh-huh. We have uh-oh, one minute, uh-oh. 52 seconds left. We must we must continue this next week. <laughs> we do. Because I know a lot of people are going to be like, uh-uh. They're probably running upstairs right now looking at their dresses, looking at their beds. Uh-huh. We're going to see how this goes. I see you through the telephone. <laughs> I just got the ninety second um uh, the oh, ninety no. second warning. So, as okay. always, let us do what we do best. Pray each and every one of our listeners enough. We pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. We also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. We pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, we pray you enough strength and courage to make your bed and face whatever may be coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Until next week, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm C. Maria Wall and, of course, with my other fellow sisters of Focus Females Global, we have Shauna here and Marisol and Tracy, of course. She lost her voice, but she did send us a message over in our group. And again... If you'd like to get involved, my personal website over on Facebook is Let's Grow with C. Maria. You can always check out the Focus Females Global group there. We also have another focus group, more of an urban flavor, Focus Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success, if that's more your style. And, of course, over on Google+, Plus, we the Relationship Recovery Group. Our number is 202-618-2556. Um, if you'd like to get involved. So until next week, once again, I'd like to con- to remind each of you to continue to pay it and pray it forward. So until next time, be well, be blessed. Ladies, we'll pick this up again next week. Until then, okay. I'll see you back over in our chat room. 
And you guys have a wonderful day, and prayerfully, tomorrow will be better than it was today. And we're one step closer to the weekend. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So as we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's good music. And uh, Tori is also a member of our group as well, so this is her music. So again, the title of this song is Good Music. It's been a great night with awesome ladies and a wonderful conversation. So we will see you back here again soon. I'll see you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. for the Saturday morning motivation. Of course, until then, I'm C. Maria Wall, praying each and every one of you enough continue to pay it and pray it forward. As I said, we're going to end as we began with Tori Lee's Good Music. Good night, ladies. Love you. Good night. Good night. Love y'all. Bye. I get lost in your words. It feels so good when I'm hurt. Take my mind off of the pain. Love when the beat takes me away with only good music. Oh, 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 with only good music. Something about the things you said stays in my mind. Makes me wanna sit down and listen to you. I listen all night. Everybody goes so crazy. I tell the man, I love the beat. It's the way the music comes over me. The emotions I get, I won't fight. Sometimes the music gets shook to make you cry, then dry your